Welcome to the Bill Eichel Show. Glad you're with us. Glad you're with us on this day after the All-Star Game. Now everybody kind of gets a few days to breathe and then back at it. Back at it as the uh, the unofficial second half uh, of the season gets underway. Back at it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number to hit us up at, should you choose to do so. You can also find myself and Ben Kenny over on Twitter. Ben producing the program today and every day at Ben Z. Kenny. At Ben Z. Kenny. You can find me over uh, on Twitter as well, at Bill underscore Michael. has got a question out there on uh, Twitter, too, that I'm going to talk about coming up here momentarily uh, regarding the Green Bay Packers. In addition to that, uh, plenty of ways to pay attention to the program. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. You can find us there, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Also over on YouTube, uh, you can subscribe to YouTube for free. And uh, when the show comes on, it reminds you right there on your phone. It pops up and says, hey, uh, you're on the air. Here you go. Uh, you can find us there. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Uh, also, you can track us down uh, over on Twitch TV if you download the app. The email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, pretty much any other way you want to pay attention to the program. You can find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can find us in many different facets. So great ways to hang on to the program. So I had said a little bit uh, earlier over on Twitter, and I wanted to get reaction there first. Um, we talked a little bit about the article about who, you know, who kind of you're relying upon regarding the Green Bay Packers and some of the question marks because obviously there is quite a few of them when it comes to injuries with the offensive line, Robert Tanyan, Kylan Hill coming back as a kick returner, who's going to be the kick returner. There's many things to talk about. So I said, well, what going into camp, going into camp, what is your biggest concern for the Green Bay Packers? As the Packers now head into training camp, starting up next week, what's your biggest concern? So I wanted to go through this list. Uh, Kyle says, uh, uh, at Kyle Eden, uh, Redden, I should say, Kyle Redden, uh, he says uh, Aaron's knee. Uh, the next one is from a Dr. LW, who says WTF is in 12's head. Uh, meaning Aaron Rodgers, what Aaron's thinking. That's, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that because I think that's interesting. Uh, Griswoldski says winning in the playoffs. That's what concerns me. That also is where I'm at. There are things along the way we're going to discuss. There's no doubt about it. But because the details will build the ultimate picture. But this year, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, unless this thing's massively derailed by injuries or completely a subpar performance offensively, what have you, I've always said I don't give two dams about the regular season. I don't care about number one overall seeds. I don't care about home field advantage. I don't care about any of that anymore. Everything's been proven wrong over the last couple of years. Have they won? Absolutely. Absolutely. But when we see flaws in the regular season, even during wins, and we've talked about it, and people say, ah, they're winning. Who cares? You're stupid. You know, and I, you, you always say, well, wait a minute. You see this, and I see this. Whether they just beat a good team or a bad team is irrelevant because a really good team in the postseason will take that little bit of what we just saw, that little glimmer of light, 
to be able to say, we can execute in this particular area better than you can, and that can be one of those things that is your downfall, you don't need to look any further than what the 49ers did via special teams against the Green Bay Packers to figure out a way to win. So I don't give two dams about the regular season. It is all about the postseason at this point and fixing issues. Uh, BPED says over on Twitter, the offensive lines can be one of the bottom line units uh, in the league if 74 and 69 are not back uh, protecting Aaron Rodgers. That's my biggest concern. Uh, Cheap Noyan (laughs) says my biggest concern is A.J. Dillon sending people to the hospital (laughs) with a picture of him plowing through the uh, Kenosha Kingfish mascot. But by the way, he's okay. He did an interview, I think it was with a local television station, and says, yeah, I'm good, no problem. <laughs> Not a he, problem here. He did sound a bit concussed, but I think uh, Yeah, he's scheme. a little bit off his game. Yeah. Um, the Kenosha Kingfish mascot, Elvis, um, he, he was a little off his game, but uh, the kid said he's okay. So I'm good, you know. Uh, Alex says injuries, no random ACL tears, please. Cheese curd sports says the Bill Michael show sticking with it. That's his biggest concern going into Packers training camp. Stick with us. We don't have any concerns here. We're good. AJ health outlook of the offensive line to start the season. Packer fan says special teams, the Achilles heel last year, atrocious cost us a deep playoff run. Can we at least be ranked in the top 30 maybe this year as a unit? rather than 32nd and 31st. If they come up to 18th, if they come up to 15th, it is an absolute freaking miracle. It just is. <laughs> Matty Ice, the last dance, is the O-line depth. Uh, EM, uh, Mascal Jr., at Mascal Jr., says uh, left tackle times 100. Wisconsin Cheese Curd King says the uh, offensive line, I think, back is back. He's played his last game, though. Uh, I don't think he's going to be the same player, Elton. Let's pray that uh, they keep him out all year to let him heal. Start Nyman at left tackle and figure out the right side. Old Blue Eye says there's nobody to throw it to. Uh, Rudy says the uh, wide receiver room is not deep. And it kind of goes on from there. What is your biggest concern heading into this Packers training camp, the biggest concern, is the Packers get set next week to uh, take the Ray Nitschke field. Uh, Michael writes, I think Aaron Rodgers being completely focused on what he has to do and not just looking for uh, Devontae Adams is going to be the number one issue going into camp. If he gets comfortable with the wide receivers, this offense can move and continue to score. If he, uh, if he does not, and he continues to make excuses for bad play, holding onto the ball too long, like we, like we've seen in the past, because he wants to wait till somebody's completely wide open. Then this is going to be a train wreck. I think, I just me. I think that I think Rodgers is going to be on point. I think there's going to be some hiccups. Don't get me wrong. You don't lose Devontae and everything just is, is smoother, smoother than before. Uh, so let's not fool ourselves here. But I think Aaron's going to be on point. I really do. I think that it's going to be, in the beginning specifically, it's going to be um, it, it's going to be timing. It's going to be you've got to get to your spot. The ball's going to be here, and guys are going to get an opportunity to make plays. He's going to get he's, he's going to find out who has the tenacity and wherewithal 
to be a wide receiver in the National Football League. He's going to rely upon Randall Cobb. He's going to rely rely upon Alan Lazard. He's going to rely upon uh, Sammy Watkins. But I think as far as the young guys go, you throw it to a spot and you tell them why they're not there. And you find out who to trust that fast. Who runs a clean route? Who runs a crisp route? Who can get off a block? All that kind of stuff. I I think Aaron's going to be on point because I think the offense uh, with Matt LaFleur the way it is is going to be designed to you're going to move, you're going to put guys in motion, guys are going to be at spots at a particular moment and a particular time, and that's where the ball is going to go. I think you got to start out that way, and then you figure out along the way who you can trust and who you can't, and that's when the offense begins to morph into something different. But that that's just my gut feeling. We're going to talk with Mike Clemens about this coming up a little bit later on today, too, by the way. Just so you know, coming up in the last hour of the show. So we'll be all over to join. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, phone lines are wide open. What is your biggest concern going into the Packers training camp beginning next week? Uh, Rick said outside linebacker depth. It's Gary Smith and a bunch of dudes. Um, this one is from, uh, Alyssa. Alyssa says, uh, if Aaron Rodgers cuts the hair, that's your biggest concern, Alyssa. Okay. I don't agree with that, but if that's your biggest concern, so be it. (laughs) Um, Dennis says, hey, Bill, the Packers released practice times yet. Eager to bring my grandkids to watch but need plans. Yes, they are announcing today. Go to the Packers website. Go to Packers.com, and you can see where they have announced some of the uh, Packers practice times. Kind of go from there. Uh, Dale says, uh, Crosby's last season as a Packers place kicker? Question mark. That's a great question. Um, How old is Mason Crosby? Is he, he's what, 41, I think? 37. Uh, oh, Mason's 37? Oh, my yeah. God, I aged him. I apologize. Holy mackerel. That was terrible. The terrible hair is a little part. gray. Yeah. Um... Mason Crosby set to make four point seven million this year. This is, by the way, his um his his kind of his final year contractually. Now he's an unrestricted free agent after twenty twenty three with projections. So this is the last year of his deal. I would probably say yes, this is his last year. Now the question is Let's say he bounces back, and it was indeed the process. It wasn't the kicker. Suppose this year he hits 85-plus percent of his kicks. Then what? Do you sign him to another one-year deal? Good kickers, specifically kickers in cold-weather climate, they're hard to find. It's not easy. You know, you look what happened to Chicago after they got rid of Robbie Gold. You look what happened and what they've been going through in Minnesota. You know, they even drafted a kicker a few years back and still lost to Seattle in the postseason at TCF Bank Stadium. They've had their issues. It's it's not easy to move on. Now, if you've got a sure thing, that's one thing. But, um, yeah, it's uh, not easy to just go say, hey, we're going to find a kicker, no problem. I would assume it is. 
I would assume this is kind of the uh, the swan song for Mason Crosby, who I aged far too soon, and I apologize for that. But I I I'll never say never, because if he ha- if he bounces back and has a really good season, he may be back for another year, or at least be back with a contract that is one team friendly and two is um, there'll be competition in camp. So that's just my thought. Uh, give us a shout. What is your concern as the Packers get set? We're a week away from training camp. As the Packers get set for training camp, what is your number one concern? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Hot day today. Hot, windy, humid, all that kind of stuff. Keep the cool out of the air conditioning in your home and the hot air on the outside and vice versa come wintertime uh, with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I love my Pella windows and doors. As a matter of fact, I was outside early this morning cleaning windows, washing windows, cleaning them up. And for the second floor windows, easy. Screens pop right out. Just reach outside the window, squeegee, sponge, clean them off. Good to go. Good to go. They're easy, easy maintenance on these things. Uh, But right now with these kind of deals, uh, and you want to worry about financing and the way everything's going up right now and hitting into this recession, uh, four years, no interest. How about that? Four years, no interest. And if you want to go the interest route, that's great. If you want to go a different route and get the overall price down, 250 bucks per window off right now. You can take that deal instead. Unless, of course, you are going to upgrade the windows to a slider-style window, which then will take up to 400 bucks per window off. How about that? So you got plenty of different financial options, but it doesn't matter. You can make them all work. They can come for free into your home. They can measure. They can look at the interior. They can match up the interior. They can match up the exterior. They can let you pick out the hardware. Everything that it is you want in a window, you can do it. Customizable from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. But you can't do anything if you don't call. Call them, 855-PELLA, P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-W-I, 855-PELLA-W-I, or go to PellaWI.com for your free, free, no obligation, in-home consultation. Or you can stop in any one of the showrooms, Green Bay, uh, Brookfield, out there in Milwaukee, uh, Madison. Stop in any one of them. Check it out as well. But uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, I swear by them. Why? I have them in my home. And I had them long before I ever started doing these commercials. That's for damn sure. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you are going anywhere over the next few weeks, uh, make it a trip up north. If you want to go a little fishing, maybe a little golfing wine tasting, maybe a little karaoke in the bar, ice cream in Lily's uh, ice cream parlor, swimming on the inside with the kids, maybe a pontoon tour, maybe a waterfall tour. Uh, Have I piqued your interest? Sure. Historic. Historic. Four Seasons Island Resort right there on the Muscano Island. Just go to the4seasonswisconsin.com, the4seasonswisconsin.com, or call them direct, 715-324-5800, 715-324-5800. Uh, we're going to get back up there. We're going to actually do a cigar dinner up there, I think, at one point. Uh, there, we're talking about it, but uh, here's the thing. You heard it here. This is what you do. 
If you're thinking about getting away, wife, significant other, guys, business, kids, whatever, go to the four seasons Wisconsin.com and book your stay. Or call them 715-324-5800. Tell them Bill Michaels 15. That's your promo code. Bill Michaels 15. Bill Michaels 15. Tell them that, and they will give you 15% off right away just for listening to the network. Bill Michaels 15. That's it. The Four Seasons, Wisconsin.com, or call them 715-324-5800, 715-324-5800, and tell them Bill Michaels 15, and you're good to go. Good to go. There you go. Got a little bit of live news. I saw this earlier today. Heinrich Stenson. Uh, he is going to the live tournament. He's heading over to the live tour. You know what that means? He's out as the Ryder Cup captain. Yep. Sweden's Heinrich Stenson no longer is going to serve as the European captain as the 2023 Ryder Cup in Rome uh, because he has said, yep, I'm going to go to the live tour. Uh, in light of decisions made by Heinrich in relation to his personal circumstances, it has become clear that he will not be able to fulfill certain contractual obligations to the Ryder Cup Europe that he had committed to prior to his announcement as the captain on Tuesday, March 15, 2022, and it is therefore not possible for him to continue in his role of captain of the Ryder Cup team. Ryder Cup Europe said a new captain is going to be named in due course. Uh, England's Luke Donald, Scotland's uh, Paul Lawry, Sweden's Robert Carlson, and Denmark's Thomas Bjorn might be in the running to replace Stenson as the captain. But you head over to the Live Tour. Out. Gone. No more. No more. There you go. Um, so we were talking a little bit uh, a little while ago about the, uh, the Packers and going into training camp and maybe what your concern is. If you had to circle something, uh, for the season to say, you know what, this is probably my biggest concern. It's interesting. The biggest Achilles heel of this team pretty much last year was the special teams. But more people are circling the offensive line, and probably rightfully so because it's more consistently on the field than anything, the offensive line and the wide receiver room. How big of a – Ben, you tell me, how big of a drop-off is the wide receiver room going to be without Devontae Adams? Do you think it's going to be huge – are you talking just numbers-wise or more in the middle of the game, the sense of their production? I'm, I'm just talking about the ability for this team to move the ball up and down the field and score. I don't think it will be as big as everybody thinks. See, I don't think so either. I think it's a loss for Devontae Adams not to be in Green Bay. I do. Not necessarily for Devontae, but I'm just talking in general. I think it's a loss. No doubt. But this whole thing, like, they're not going to be able to function, they're not going to be able to score, they're not going to be able to move the football, I think it's a misnomer. I think people are fooling themselves, or people want to believe that. But to me, you still have the back-to-back MVP in Aaron Rodgers. You can still – now, again, if your offensive line is not good, then it doesn't matter what you're running back there, so that's a whole other area. But this, this whole thing about this team is just not going to be good unless Devontae Adams is alongside Aaron Rodgers, I just I, I find it to be somewhat almost laughable that people have that little faith in in Rodgers, in LaFleur, in Aaron Jones, in A.J. Dillon, in Tanyan. You start to go through that list that it was all Devontae. Because so, that's kind of what you're saying. If they can't move the football, it was all Devontae. It wasn't Aaron. It was all Devontae. 
see, I, in a quarterback-driven league, it's the quarterback. And you still have your quarterback. So I... I'm I'm not uh, I'm not in that I'm not in that 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 camp that believes all is lost. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm not. I'm with you. I think where we stand today, the health of the big boys on the line, Bakhtiari, Jenkins, and just the depth in general, is a far bigger question and far more important to the success than whether Sammy Watkins turns into something. Well, uh, if Tam, if Sammy Watkins turns into three quarters of the receiver that they wanted him to be, or expected him to be, or he dreamed he was, it will be a huge plus for this team. Because I think people just forget about Sammy Watkins. I, I think they do. I think they just they're like, oh yeah, Sammy Watkins is on the team too. I think it's the best oh, yeah, off season move they made take away which guys they drafted at the different spots if you're talking yeah. just in terms of roster moves whether it's trading Devonte, signing watkins the new special teams coordinator i think it's their best move talked about that last week uh, i i am a believer that sammy watkins is it, he's coming into this situation to rejuvenate what people th- thought he lost and that is his speed his ability uh, now he's got to stay healthy. I mean, that's the big thing for him. He's he's been banged up, but there's this question mark about Sammy Watkins and his ability to be a playmaker. And I think he's coming here going, look, I've got a guy that can throw the ball on a dime. I got a guy that can put the ball into a tight window. I got a guy as long as he can get it near me, I'm going to catch it, and I can rejuvenate my career. I can I can add catches, I can add yards, I can add scores. I think he's coming here thinking to himself. This is where I can rejuvenate my career and maybe make myself some additional money before I before I walk away. So, uh, I don't know. Just just my two cents worth. Uh, I think uh, the whole you know uh, Randall Cobb thing is. I'm not going to say a joke because it's not. I mean Cobb does have have some value, but this whole thing about well Randall Cobb's a veteran too. Randall Cobb has been as banged up, if not more, than Sammy Watkins, and Randall Cobb just. He's a reliable guy when the play breaks down. That's what he is and has been pretty much from day one. Pretty much from day one. Um, this, is from, uh, this is from Irv. Irv says, uh, my biggest qu- uh, question mark regarding the offensive line is David Bakhtiari. If he cannot play or play the way he's uh, accustomed to playing or we're used to him playing, then it is going to be a loss. All you need is one hit on Aaron Rodgers to take him out of a game and the season then would be over. Bring on Jordan Love and let us all then see what everybody thinks that he is going to be a failure. That's from Irv. Irv, appreciate the email. Uh, Marshall says, uh, first of all, what's wrong with Chicagoland Speedway? Uh, It's a parking lot right now, correct? I believe it is, uh, Marshall. He says, my biggest concern for the Green Bay Packers is the wide receiver room. Sammy Watkins is good. Randall Cobb is not. Alan Lazard's a good route runner, but who cares? Uh, and the rest of the guys are too young to really understand the offense, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a frustrating season. That's from Marshall. Marshall, appreciate the email. Um, we're going to talk with Dave Coleman. Speaking of that, when you go back to the Chicagoland uh, discussion, um, Josh Balicki is from Wisconsin. He's a NASCAR driver, and I've been reading uh, comments over on his page about this, and he said he's excited for the uh, the Chicago street race 
but really disappointed. No home NASCAR Cup race at Road America. Uh, but he did ask the question, is this going to be the most anticipated NASCAR race of 2023 going to the streets of Chicago? It might be. But following the thread uh, and the comments on his page, it is uh, a lot of vitriol regarding pulling it out of Road America, losing a race, going to Chicago, catering to NASCAR, catering to NBC, um, and going on and on and on. So anyway... Um, I think it's interesting. I think it's sad, um, I, you know, and, and it is a revenue generator for the state of Wisconsin. Don't don't fool yourself. Even if you're not an NASCAR fan, this means a lot of money lost, not only for Elkhart Lake, but tax dollars coming into the state of Wisconsin. We're going to talk with Dave Coleman, race writer for the Journal Sentinel, when we come back. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This weekend, uh, not a bad place to go. Get yourself some uh, Sunday breakfast, free pancakes with a cocktail. Social House, H-A-U-S, with the new addition, as a matter of fact. Social House over there on Lisbon Road in Romney Falls. Stop in and uh, tell Dan Della and his wife, Allison, everybody. Uh, we said hi. They're great people. Great people. Another great local business to support. That is Social House, H-A-U-S, over there on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. So stop in, tell them we said hi. Uh, joining us now, the race writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, uh, Dave Coleman, is joining us uh, on the hotline. Dave, how you been, man? Hey, it's been a while. Uh, so, Dave, let's first of all start off with the success that was Road America. It looks like it was either their largest or one of their top three largest crowds ever. They've had two successful back-to-back races with NASCAR uh, there at the road course. It seemed like everything was was roses. It was just perfect. And then to have the rug pulled out from uh, underneath you, it's a little bit disappointing. Well, it is. I think we just have to, we need to be a little bit careful how we look at this. And first, let me say that, yeah, absolutely, I'd much rather be going to Road America next year than even thinking about going to Chicago. That said, Road America's deal was, two years that was the promise it wasn't you've got two years to prove yourself it was you we're going to be here for the next two years and then we'll see what happens so this this idea the chicago thing was uh at least in the thought process probably before nascar even came to road america with the cup series so i i think to a degree we're looking at this a little bit incorrectly when we say you know Oh, they pulled the plug on Road America. They pulled out of Road America. They dumped Road America, you know, in favor of this. Yeah, but not quite. The uh, It seems to be, at least uh, from what I understand, this is more driven via NBC and the television contract than it is the dislike for Road America, correct? I, I would certainly say so. They didn't. Um, much of what was said yesterday at the announcement was about, you know, trying something new, being bold in their schedule, um, going to a, you know, they're, they're going back to a market with, what, 9.6 million people, um, exposed, masked, exposed the product to a, to a different audience, 
yada, yada, yada. With that said, yeah, the negotiations on the next television contract do open next year. Contract runs through 24, I believe, the current contract. But next year they'll start negotiations, and you got to admit, uh, downtown Chicago is going to look sexy. You know, it's just uh, that, that's that's one of those things that, that I think is going to be a, a good selling point for them. Uh, that I agree with. Uh, it'll it'll raise interest just in the fact that it's it's racing in the city now. We've seen them race. Uh, there's been races through Detroit. There's races out, out on the West Coast in streets and such of different types. But NASCAR going to the streets, you're right, is a different set of eyes for them. So I understand this. I don't think it's uh, a slap in the face to Road America. But is NASCAR losing touch? With, because we know what the popularity of Formula One is and what they just did in Miami, what they're going to do in Vegas, what they're going to do in Texas. Is NASCAR now scrambling on the defensive, trying to make up for lost ground and lost popularity? I think, uh, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of that, although this obviously, like I said, was in the, as far as we know, was, was in the thought process before Miami launched or before, you know, the Vegas concept came to light as far as Formula One goes. Um, I think, you know, one, one thing, yeah, NASCAR did fall a little bit behind in innovative thinking whatsoever. Um, big change in NASCAR. Okay, there, there were some big changes in the sense that they did go to Chicagoland when, when that was there, and they did go to um to California, you know, a while back, but but really, there weren't that many serious shakeups in the schedule. It was kind of the same thing, wash, rinse, repeat. Maybe rearrange a little bit, but um, now they are realizing that you know there, there's other stuff out there too. We can we can support, we can reward the lifelong fans, but. <laughs> kind of like newspaper readers, eventually they're going to be dead. We're going to need to do something to attract new eyeballs as well. And uh, so with this sort of this new generation of management, um, what Ben Kennedy is the uh, grandson of, no, great-grandson, great-grandson of founder Bill France, with his generation of, of uh, management, uh, they're really, they're, they are getting aggressive. They're getting bold. Um they're willing to try things. Is everything going to work? Oh, heck no. Um, is Chicago going to work? I don't know. But there is only one way to find out. You know, if if NASCAR didn't want to make changes, if NASCAR was content to just stay status quo, they wouldn't have come to Road America with the Cup Series two years ago either. So uh, to a degree, you have to at least, I think you have to at least, understand the thought process if even if you don't agree with it or, or don't necessarily appreciate it is this a one-off or is this a multi-year contract to do this with chicago my understanding is it's a three-year deal um but of course we've seen temporary events tour be announced and uh there's a lot of to have a race so <laughs> i think we can until well, next end of June, uh, you know, I, I think that we can we can I, question. I don't know. We we can worry a little bit until it actually happens. Whether it's even going to happen, I think there's going to be some. Well, we've seen already some pushback from aldermen and whatnot. Um, I think there's enough money at stake that Chicago really, really, really wants this to work. Um, 
But, you know, if it doesn't, yeah, people are only going to spend. It is going to be an expensive thing to put on, for sure. And if it's a flop, then, you know, maybe it only does last one year. Uh, again, maybe it doesn't get that far. I, I think it will, but, you know, there are, there are there are no guarantees. And, you know, if it is a flop, you know, do you cut your losses then? Maybe you do. In which case, you know, let's be honest, they've got uh, um, they've got the Road America phone number in their in their on their speed dial. So um, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see the Cup Series back at Road America in, in some point in the future. Talking with Dave Coleman, race writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. You can find him on Twitter at Dave Coleman, K A L L M A N. Dave, does this two mean M's, the Xfinity? Two M. Uh, yes, two M's. Sorry, uh, got it that in there as well does this mean the xfinity series is also following that they are also leaving road america that's tbd um i i'm not sure and I, road america's not sure i mean it's been a discussion does xfinity come back as a headliner do the trucks come along with xfinity making it a, a different sort of a nascar weekend but a nascar weekend nonetheless um, yeah, I don't know. I think we're a couple of months away from finding that out, maybe. Um, at least a month, maybe two. Um, I, when talking to uh, track president Mike Kircher the other day, um, you know, he said that uh, when they did fan, um, well, actually, I've talked to him about this several times, when they did fan surveys, you know, sort of exit survey kind of thing, or ticket buyer surveys they found that like 75 percent of the respondents said they would continue to support a nascar weekend at road america even if it didn't have the cup series so uh, you know you can say whatever you want to survey if you don't buy tickets to the dirty you don't back it up then then (laughs) then that didn't matter but i i think at this point i'd say there's a real good possibility that there will be a nascar weekend of some sort there the uh, obviously IndyCar uh, benefits to a certain extent because now when you look at Road America's docket, the big name is the IndyCar series, and so IndyCar. My assumption would be, even though uh, you know more eyes on one track brings more people, but now when you're the kind of the standalone IndyCar, you would assume is probably smiling a little bit, saying, "Well, this is going to be we're going to be the big dog back at Road America come next year, right?" Uh, yeah, yeah, I would think there's. That that's the case as far as the thing goes anyway will it make much of a difference on tickets i don't know uh it seems like the cup uh the two years of the cup series did expose road america to more people in general uh people who wouldn't you know maybe didn't live that way but suddenly became more aware of it and decided it needed to get out there and had a good time uh enjoyed the, the whole experience and now maybe have bought tickets to another race so I, I don't know whether it'll affect the number of people who show up, but yeah, the attention. I mean, that's certainly that's that's the headliner. That's the big deal. So uh, it'll it'll uh, it can't hurt IndyCar. That's for sure. Talk about the state of racing in the state. Let's let's go there on a, on a smaller microcosm at this point because you just had the Slinger Nationals, which were wildly successful. Matt Kenseth's, Kenseth's name was all over it in the Wabam car. Racing is in lacrosse. Racing is in Matt. Talk about the state of racing in the state. It's really interesting. I've 
it seems to me, and I don't get to nearly as much as I probably should, but just from what I do get to and what I hear about and what I see, I think we're really in a great period for racing in the state. Uh, uh, the dirt tracks have always had their, their really, really loyal fan base. There's some big events. <laughs> Those guys seem to, their, their big events seem to pay a ton of money and generate a lot of interest that way. Um, as far as the sort of the grassroots stuff on the, on the, on the pavement side, the big races are suddenly paying twice as much as they had or 50% more than they had. And it's not just that the money's there. The, the fact that the money, um, the reason the money is there is because somebody was interested in putting it up. That means they're getting a return on investment. They're seeing the value investing in, in short track racing. And I, I, that's, yeah, that's fabulous. So that helps the racer. The, the more racers turn out, the more fans turn out. It's, it's a nice, nice circular thing. It's just, this is a kind of a, a neat thing within the last couple of years that uh, it's great to see. Now, obviously, when you talk about racing in the state, Road America is the is the top dog. You you used to think of the Milwaukee Mile as the top dog. Um, you know, unfortunately, the the offerings there are are pretty minimal. But uh, the um, the Arca Midwest Tour was there and on Father's Day weekend, and then the uh, the Arca National Series is coming up here at uh, boy, where are we in a month or so? Yeah, um, I can't keep track of my calendar at this point, but uh, something like that. And, so these are, you know, these are interesting events. People say they love the mile. People say they love racing. Then they need to get out and support those events. And, you know, hopefully they're uh, they're doing a good job of connecting a lot of sort of less familiar names or unfamiliar names. Um, this is an opportunity for fans to get to know some of those people, you know, maybe before they hit the big time, or they're going to be a little bit more approachable. You're going to be able to get next to Sammy Smith in a way that you can't get next to Chase Elliott. You know what I mean? So right. I think um, that's an opportunity for the, the mile. Um, I think it's a benefit to the events that are at the mile. While it's not the big show, uh, there's really there's opportunity there. And um, so it's, it's not what it was when I started 32 years ago, certainly. But it's a part of the the Wisconsin racing scene, and and I, you know, I hope it uh, I hope it can ride the wave with the with the rest of the racing in the state. Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for joining us on a moment's notice. We appreciate it. And we'll talk again down the road. Okay. All right. I look forward to it, Bill. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go, Dave Coleman. He uh, joined us, uh, the race writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. You can find his stuff uh, on Twitter. You can find his stuff uh, there on uh, at the Journal Sentinel, as I had mentioned. Add Dave Coleman, K A L L M A N N, K A L L M A N N. That's Dave Coleman, uh, the race writer for the Journal Sentinel. Uh, speaking of racing, uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wabam. Go to getwabam.com, find the Wabam race team racing uh, all over the state of Wisconsin, but also, and more so than anything, out at Slinger uh, Speedway in Slinger, uh, Wisconsin. But uh, check them out, and they have all kinds of great products. As a matter of fact, some of the new products, they continue to come out, different polishes, different clean, cleaners, things that are spectacular when it comes to motorcycles, cars, boats. Got to see this stuff for yourself. Or if you just have everyday cleaning supplies or industrial or janitorial, go to getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. 
dot com and uh, and check it out. They are Wisconsin based. Ryan DeStefano. Not only is he uh, one of the guys that owns Wabam, but also he's one of the race car drivers as well. And they, did, they like I said, they do a lot with Matt Kenseth. So go to Get Wabam. W A B A M. Get dot com and see all that they have to offer. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show continues on hey don't forget coming up on sunday september 4th we ride for veterans military members their families can't do it without you it started 15 years ago it has grown every year since even during the pandemic and last year was our biggest ever we had 767 bikes Uh, i don't know how many people was uh, over a thousand people that joined us Uh, when you talk about people riding twos but uh, it, it was it was our biggest ever, and we're hoping on this 15th anniversary coming up that we break that record. So if you would, if you own a motorcycle, know somebody who does, you ride in a group, whatever it happens to be, please come out and join us for Fisher House, Wisconsin, coming up Sunday, September 4th. And we have some great prize packages only for those who pre-register. Now, we have the prize package is fantastic. You get a 75-inch TV if you win the poker run. You get beer for a year from our friends over there at uh, Bud Light, uh, all kinds of different uh, products that they have at Beachwood Distributing So and other prizes to go along with that. But for those that pre-register, and it also not only does it, you can pre-register and win some prizes, but it gives you a, a price break a little bit too. Even though it is a fundraiser, uh, it's it's a little bit of a price break. So uh, the day of, it's 25 bucks a person, period. If you pre-register and you're going to have a passenger, it's 25 for the bike, and for the passenger, then, I think it's only 15 You get a $10 break. And then you are registered to win one of four ticket packages. One ticket package is from the Bucks. One ticket package is from the Brewers. One ticket package is for the Badgers. And one ticket package is a racing package for Road America. So we're giving all of those away the day of. If you want more information, go to Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Or just uh, go to FisherHouseWI.org and go to the events page, scroll down, and click on it and get pre-registered. You can do it all right now. But either way, please get pre-registered. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday, September 4th, Labor Day weekend. We start out at Milwaukee Brewing, uh, downtown 9th Street, downtown Milwaukee. We have a tremendous ride uh, on uh, all scheduled out for you, and then we're going to end up at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. But we're going to stop at the Rock Complex and the Umbrella Bar and out by where the Milkmen play, the Milwaukee Milkmen, uh, down in the Rock Complex, then going to historic Alpine Valley, both the resort, the chalet, and the music theater. And then after that, we're going to ride over to a, a traditional biker bar, which is uh, right there in uh, Eagle, which is Knuckleheads, and then after that, we end up heading to uh, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Really good stuff. So please come out and join us. We, we can't do it without you. We need you. We need you. Let's do this. We're going to go and take a quick break. Come back. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. More of the Bill Michael Show next. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 